0: The New Challenger!
1: From 8-bit to 35mm, game beds to the silver screen, your favorite video game characters are on a quest to become movie icons. Can they unlock the achievement? Let's go for Broke! It's time to press X to reload.
2: Welcome. You're here to compete in mortal combat. Tomorrow morning, the great combat begins. Some of you will even have the distinct honor and pleasure to face Prince Goro, our reigning champion. You are all witnesses to one of the greatest turning points in the history of your planet. Treasure these moments as if they were your last. And now for a taste of things to come.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome back to Press X to Reload, where we step our foot into the tournament to try and save Earth from, well, we're really bringing more bad than good, but we're going to say it's good. We're looking at video game film adaptations. We're trying to find the wonderful things in them, even when there's not really much there. But this time there is. We've got a great film. Joining with me, I am Nick Moore, and joining with me are Wayne Brissett, Mark Athanis, and Chris Jedlick. Wayne?
3: Thanks for having me back. Mark? Hey,
0: nice to see some faces, although uh we they can't see yours. And
1: Chris. Yeah, like Wayne said, thanks for having me back. This is awesome. Chris, I think you're a permanent resident now. You can't escape any more than the rest of us. This is your I fate know, I, now.
3: I said thanks for having me back, but I'm here every episode.
1: There is also that. You've always it's like been I'm here. Get
3: fired. Yeah. But
1: <laughs> this is one that I've been looking forward to for a while because when you think of video the game Creed. adaptations to film, this is one of the, the first ones that people think of with some positive. Level of thinking towards it, Mortal Kombat from 1995. It's a PG adaptation of a very R game, and yet it works. It's it's fun. I already clearly have laid my cards on the table. We're going to choose randomly and start with Chris. What are your thoughts of the film back then and now?
2: I would fight to save Earth. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. I would I would join the fight then and now, Mark.
0: So, again, doing this sort of the same comparison, I liked it more then than I do now, only because now there's just been like better versions of adaptations, I think. And I'm specifically speaking towards something we've talked about already here in terms of uh, the choreography, where you have clearly one actor who is really competent and is a stunt actor, and the others who are not. But I still like it. It's just I did like it more when I was younger than I
3: do now. But I still enjoy
1: it. Okay, fair.
0: And Wayne?
3: Uh, I liked it then and I like it now for completely different reasons then versus now. (laughs) Actually, the first time we ever saw this in the theater, Chris and I, it was actually a horrendous experience. We'll touch on that when we get to key moments in the movie why it was a horrendous experience. Other than that, I do like the film. Kerry Tagawa, he's the star of this show. Oh, he's amazing. He uh, steals all, every moment of this entire movie, steals it. then and now. And i uh, looking forward to talking about this one.
1: Yeah, I think we're all in agreement in terms of who steals the show on this this particular movie. You've got a number of big names in it, or at least big-ish. I mean, Christopher Lambert shows up for a good portion of it. But yeah, Kerry Tagawa as Shang Tsung you need someone strong on a charisma level to play the villain and they
2: underutilize him and he's still
3: amazing Mm -hmm. in this. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He had shades of, of old world Dracula smoothness. Yes. I just found that was very cool. He's my favorite part about the whole movie. Other than the score, and some of the choreography is Kerry Tagawa. Yeah, he's just- well,
1: you can tell mm-hmm. he knows what kind of movie he's in. He knows this is a B-movie and it's trying to be a B-movie. It's a pastiche of old 70s and 80s Kung Fu films because that's what inspired the Mortal Kombat game in the first place. Your Enter the Dragon, your Blood Sport. And he really ramps up. To a point where even one of the other characters in the film mocks his performance when he does the treasure these moments. And then later on, (laughs) Kano's like, can you believe that guy? Treasure (laughs) these moments.
3: (laughs) But he's so good in it. Don't future or current Mortal Kombat games even use him as (laughs) Shang Tsung? That's how good he is. The most recent Mortal Kombat game,
1: and I... I really love, you can tell that the NetherRealm team back then and now, they really are fans of film. All of their games had all these nice touches that kind of pay tribute to martial arts films and the recent trend in video games to have a single player narrative campaign with a massive story. They kickstarted that entire trend and they got Carrie to come back and do all <laughs> yes. of the voice work and all of the, the motion capture okay. for the of Shang Tsung. And he is amazing in it. He's...
3: It's one of the reasons I'd actually buy MKM. Right. right now. They
1: did, like, the whole main story, he wasn't there. And then they say they're going to release this expansion. And I'm like, ah, am I going to drop down money for an expansion? And as soon as I found out he was going to be the focus of the narrative for it, yeah, here's my money. Take my money. Mm -hmm. Because I think we'd all agree, after seeing this film, the one thing you wanted more of was was Shang Tsung.
0: Shang Tsung.
1: (laughs) He's awesome.
0: Yeah. And I'll... just to build off of that just carry tagawa in general when he whenever he shows up in any flick i've ever seen he's good he's one of my favorite things he's just again he's got this weird smoothness to him no matter what he's doing that he's just so so much fun to be a part of whatever he's doing he's usually a villain so well fantastic
1: (laughs) he has the voice of a villain let's Mm -hmm. let's say what it is he does certain people when they open their mouth and talk they're the villain. Clancy Brown is a villain. Mm-hmm. Cary Tagawa is a yeah. villain. Alan Rickman is a villain. When they try and play a hero, it doesn't sound right. Doesn't but you know what? The villains are more fun to play anyway. It's so a good forum. Mm-hmm. Now, just to quickly backtrack, for anyone who doesn't know what we're even going on about, Mortal Kombat is a story about a vast tournament that takes place to basically determine whether or not Earth is overrun by evil people from a place called Outworld The evil people have to win 10 tournaments in a row. And of course they have won nine. So it's down to our plucky heroes. In this case, Sonya Blade, Johnny Cage, and Liu Kang to team up, fight in the tournament, and hopefully save Earthrealm. It's not exactly a complicated plot. It only works because of the charisma of the actors involved
2: and the music.
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's cheesy, but it works.
2: I love the score.
3: I love the the music starts right from the beginning. The first
0: thing you hear. Yeah.
1: Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And
0: that awesome. That that New Line Cinema. The New Line Cinema logo. When that kicked in. It put me in the perfect headspace for the movie again. I was like, that's right. Okay. I'm ready.
3: Yeah.
1: You know what kind of movie it's going to be. This is not Scorsese. This is going to be. Yeah. Just ridiculous, Paul cheesy Anderson. action one-liners, <laughs> and that's that's what it should yeah.
3: be. And it's not our first Paul Anderson film, we're talking. About.
1: No, <laughs> it's not our first movie oh. with Cary Tagawa in it as a major villain. He was heihachi. <laughs> no. There's a lot of parallels oh, happening right. here.
3: Yeah, though also this did underused it as heihachi. Also underused as right.
1: heihachi. Yeah. But <laughs> but underused you know what? what? I don't even know if he's underused. It's that we can never get enough of him. I think that's what the mm. takeaway is here. Yeah. Sure. The whole movie could be him. I'd still want yeah. more.
3: We're spoiled kids. We just want more.
1: hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. But, not to continue on him, but after that opening logo, that first fight, which turns out to be... Is it a dream sequence or is it a psychic vision Liu Kang is having of his brother being murdered by Shang Tsung?
3: I think Shang Tsung is projecting it to Liu Kang because he wants him to come to Mortal Kombat.
1: Okay. So either way, us as the audience, we see Shang Tsung beating the hell out of Liu Kang's brother. And they do a lot of slow-mo. I know... They love their slow-mo in this But it's the fact that he does These ridiculous expressions And like words out every Hit so he's like Whoa! With each move that kind of sells the slow-mo.
0: <laughs> Yeah
1: <laughs> And throughout yeah. the whole movie everyone does It when someone gets hit and there's a slow-mo I don't know it's how so it sounded long. in real life. In slow mo, it sounds awesome, but it they must have sound like dogs yelping for most of this production. <laughs> <laughs>
2: As a child of the '80s, I just need to state that any movie that still utilizes slow mo for hits has my heart right off the bat. I mean, I, I was, yeah, I was raised with you know the final shot, you know the, the splits, the helicopter kick and blood sport, and all that stuff. That slow motion that accentuates form and accentuates the impact. So it's cool to see that, you know? And and that's the one thing that I find is missing in most modern movies now is a good dose of slow-mo just so you can see the power. You you feel it more when it's slow motion, you know? Like a John Wick movie, good as the choreography is and and the cinematography so you can watch everything, which by also I do think this movie, say what you will about Paul Anderson, he knows how to film a fight scene because you can see stuff for the most part. The one thing John Wick is missing, I find, is a good slow-mo final hit or or a hit midway through to show damage and impact. It's I will always love slow motion, as as cheesy as an eighties trope as it is. It's pure style, and it's pure. You you get to soak. You get to soak it in.
1: It harkens back to like the sports films when you have the home run hit, and it's in slow motion all the way from the pitcher throwing the ball Mm -hmm. to the uh, the batter taking the swing.
2: Yeah, and there's style. an
1: emotional storytelling to it. And I agree, John Wick's a different tone, different flavor. That's not really looking yeah, for those things. Movie. I'm a fan of both, but I'm glad that this one embraces the slow-mo because it means you don't have to have as many moves. And when you have mm-hmm. actors that might not be the greatest martial artists, let's yeah. have a few moves done well rather than a whole bunch of moves done wrong. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, and I think when I when I was talking about like things I, I liked before that I didn't like as much now, that's, what, that's one of them was the again like you said that over exaggeration i understood it more now yeah you have to zoom in on carry to while he's doing that because he can't fight so <laughs> when he's doing that it's to show you him fighting but it's probably done at that's real speed that's not slow motion <laughs> but like he's got to do that that long yell so that you know you again it, it can pull off the over theme for the fight. Um, I didn't get that before. I was just like, this is so cool. And now I'm like, oh, I get what they're doing here. It's a little less cool, but I still enjoy it. Sure. Now,
1: while I agree that he's probably projecting, I've killed your brother and you are next, Luke Hang then wakes up, walks across his really green room, and then picks up mm. a telegraph that just says, Butter brother dead, dead come <laughs> home. <laughs>
2: it's so good.
1: Now, the telegraph's already <laughs> open, and the telegraph is on his dresser. So he's already yes. seen this. Yes. So it's just like Shang Tsung yes. was rubbing salt in the
3: wound. It's a bad text back in the day.
2: Yeah, well, I think they had to yeah. pay
3: by the alpha character. Yeah. So True. you
0: wanted to... Uh, Clearly. Carry.
2: Clearly.
3: Well, and it's the monks calling him
1: back. <laughs> and the monks don't have a whole lot of money, I assume. Yeah. So that's probably why it's so short. But my yeah, God. Yeah, they get 15
3: characters free. <laughs> but like, <laughs> Anything more they couldn't can they pay? afford other letters get
1: for sorry? Brother dead, sorry, come home.
2: Mm, not without a coupon. You
1: know,
0: <laughs> the thing that I, I kept thinking about with that was, <laughs> was like, what year did this take place in the movie? Like, I tell, like people send telegraphs still? Can you the monks do, do. They're a little but, behind the times, right? I guess so. They must have their own, like, guy
1: <laughs> who taps it out. <laughs> but either way, like, that shows him going off towards the monks. And each of your three main characters you get one brief scene to introduce them. You have that scene with Liu Kang, and then you cut to Sonya in some sort of nightclub looking for Kano, where she has a shotgun with a flashlight on top of it that is the length of the shotgun. <laughs> I don't quite understand <laughs> that because <laughs> it doesn't seem more powerful than a normal flashlight. But she seems badass enough and works her th- way through to not find him. Uh, Isn't that one of those law enforcement
2: flashlights that you can also use as a baton?
3: I don't
1: think a maglite is that long. <laughs>
3: I don't know. I like when she finally gets to the office. This one random henchman comes out. It's her in a sea of people, and he actually takes the machine gun and opens fire. Oh, yeah, opens fire, and then she yeah. kills him with the shotgun. But not a single person got hit with that with that rifle. No reaction, oh, man. No that reaction. guy sucks. PG if it
1: was are they'd all get yeah. mowed down. He
3: needs to be a stormtrooper. He needs to sign up. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's a stormtrooper. He missed everything.
1: But I love that. That's the plan apparently. Is Shang Tsung's telling Kano? Yeah, just lead her to the boat, but it's across like three different places. You see Kano popping up like he's the pokaroo so she can chase him. <laughs> it just seems really drawn out, but you have her motivation of, well, not her motivation, but her main fear or obstacle to overcome is that she can't trust anybody. What was it? If I'm, I can't remember the phrase she uses, but basically the equivalent, if I'm looking for help, it's me.
3: Yeah.
0: She says something to Jax where she's like, "Yeah, I'm the, I only trust one, one person, that person, person and you're that talking to right. her.
1: I only trust one person and yeah, you're talking That's to right. Her. That's right. Which I mean, not a bad line. But okay, fine, mm-hmm. that's her motivation and then you get to my favorite character out of the three heroes, Johnny Cage. This man's a treasure yes. throughout the whole movie. Yes. <laughs> and yep. it's a he's really cool carry a lot. He... Well, yeah. He has to carry most of the comedic timing because yep. Robin Shaw, mm-hmm. he's a good martial artist and he's an okay actor, but some of his line delivery is bizarre.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same thing with the girl who plays uh, Sonia. She's not
1: the best. Whereas Lyndon Ashby playing Johnny Cage, he's got really good comedic timing in this. And he's, even though he's playing a bit of a dick, he's still likable, right? Like he's he's a dick, but not an asshole. Like that whole comparison, you still Mm kind of like him. And that first time that you meet him where you've got this dark, like, I don't know what that is, airport hangar. The four dudes come out and they've got all these different weapons. And that awesome shot where you can see them all reflected in his glasses, and he takes his sunglasses off and just a let's dance, mm-hmm. and then fighting them all. And it's not a bad fight, other than the typical one guy at a time coming at him, until the one guy that he's you know hitting a bunch of times, then roundhouses him, and the guy's still standing. And the this is where you fall down.
2: Yes, <laughs> and you yeah. find out
1: that this was yeah. a movie production. That's one of the best introductions to a character I had ever seen up to my point as a kid. Like hey, that was entertaining.
2: And didn't they get the look-alike, yeah. the Spielberg yeah. light? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing.
0: Hey, where uh, you going, was... Johnny? I'm going back to my cat, back to my trailer. I'm just gonna have to go um, back to directing traffic. Yes. it's a weird choice. That was choice. brilliant.
1: I understand brilliant. why they do that for the point of the audience understanding who the director is, but I could never in my life see Spielberg directing like an '80s yeah.
2: chopsocky film. I think that's the beauty of it. That little tongue-in-cheek <laughs> yeah. is here. You've got like the Johnny, world's most heart. Filmmaker. Come back. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that touch. I love that they made it look like yeah. him on purpose. It wasn't oh, yeah. just no nameless director, it was like, Wait a second, is that no? Oh, yeah, and it's yeah. it's spot on like the ball cap,
1: the, the beard, everything, the, the glasses yeah. like it's it's clearly Spielberg, That they're. I'm going to yep. be nice and say paying homage to and not making a parody of. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. I love that little yeah. touch. That's one of my favorite things about that movie is the Spielberg cameo.
1: And then you have Luke Kang going back to the temple to uh to meet up with the monks and get his motivation about he wants revenge and he should be the chosen one. And who wants to start talking about Christopher Lambert and whether or not it's a good or a bad idea that he's the God of Thunder?
0: I mean,
2: can I just say first that the score,
0: I, oh, the I really, off the boat.
2: I absolutely love every score piece in this. You know, there's mm-hmm. my favorite piece by far is the Scorpion and Sub-Zero introduction. I don't yes. want to jump ahead, but but because you said when he gets off the boat, when Liu Kang gets off the boat there, uh, the, the the music by George S. Clinton is probably one of my favorite score CDs. I still have the CD from when I bought it in 95 And his score. Yeah. I mean, you say what you will about the Immortals and and the Mortal Kombat theme, but man, that score fits with the Taiko drums and everything. Oh, yeah. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's beautiful. It's really cool. And now Christopher Lambert.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I would say him as the. uh, What's your best Christopher Lambert impression from this eh? movie,
1: Wayne? Give us a line. Yeah, I just
3: did.
1: (laughs) 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 He he farted. How about one of these seven times where he says, I don't think so?
2: Yeah, really. Okay, ready? Here's my Christopher Lambert. No, don't, don't do
1: it. Don't do it. <laughs> wait, wait. <And laughs> don't get me wrong. Like, I like Christopher Lambert as an actor. <laughs> Island I? is great. It is really weird casting for him to be the God of Thunder. <laughs> yes, I know. Did not anybody ever look into
3: yeah. why they casted him? Like, I understand. I, no I understand clue. not making Raiden a fighter because those who don't know Mortal Kombat. He's so powerful that people be like, why doesn't he just fight? Because who's going to beat him? Yeah. So I understand switching him into that leadership role rather than an actual fighter in the game. I just don't know why I cast Chris, then cast anybody. So oh, let's cast Christopher Lambert. It's, it's just weird. I'm really know.
2: odd. <laughs> it's very odd. I agree. It is. I-, I don't. I don't like it. Sorry, guys. I, I that's that's my one I, I of my beats. I thought beefs. I
3: didn't like it until I saw part two, and then I realized how much better Christopher Lambert was. <laughs> I enjoy him. I <laughs> exactly. just think it's
1: really, really exactly. weird casting. He's not bad, but it's weird because on top of it all, I can understand if it's the whole we're just gonna cast, you know, whatever English dude because we don't want to have it hard to understand someone. Sometimes you get an actor from overseas and their accent's a little bit thick, so like, oh, we'll, we'll just make it easier for the masses. But Christopher Lambert mm. is mostly deaf. His accent is really hard to decipher sometimes. Yeah. There's a moment way later in the yeah. film where he's supposed to say, they've gone to the emperor's castle. And I swear to God, me and a couple of my friends still believe he says they've gone <laughs> to the emperor's Lassel. Like, he doesn't even pronounce Lassie.
2: the song, I swear to God. Yeah. I thought it was the emperor's. Emperor. I don't know. Maybe.
3: <laughs> well, they do have like a big, huge some of the CG there, like the so, yeah. yeah, it is
1: a dark tunnel they go down. You might be right, Chris. You might be. Now looking up into it, the only thing I can find when I'm scrolling through IMDb because we all trust that to be you know the absolute be all and end all for fact. Uh, in real life, Christopher Lambert is an enthusiastic gamer, so maybe he just wanted to be a part of it. Oh, that's it's like I, you um, know what. I can respect that. Yeah, I don't know. Mila Jovovich she was only, paycheck, uh, just said, originally be a... in the Resident Evils and such because her brother is an avid gamer and she wanted something for him. And then, you know, she got married to the director. So
0: maybe it was that and just yeah. Christopher Lambert didn't get to marry him. I don't know. Mar- married to the director and trapped in making those movies for all of time.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd take the paycheck for it. Why not? The movies at least look fun sure.
0: to make. Yeah. And you don't but have to act. I'd love to make them if I got to marry Mila Jovovich.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But either let's way down, let's your...
2: downplay all the stunt people's dying stunt people deaths on them. sorry <laughs> but we get past the the introduction of the three main characters
1: and you finally get to have them meet and one of my favorite exchanges in this film is johnny cage walking up to shang sung's creepy looking boat and seeing Liu kang standing there and assumes that he's just the bag boy who's going to carry the luggage and gives yes. him 20 bucks and goes you take money, you carry luggage, which is a really offensive way of wording it. And then Luke Kang going, oh, yeah, yeah, I understand. Taking the money, grabbing the luggage, and just tossing it right over the side into the water.
3: Maybe there's something about Luke Kang that when people see him, it just has to be short sentences, right? Brother dead, come home. Oh, wow. $20, take luggage.
1: <laughs> I don't know. But- I love that because, one, it makes Luke Kang kind of funny there Because it's the, all right, if you're going to be a dick to me, no problem, I can play along And Johnny Cage's reaction afterwards of, thank God I didn't ask him to park the car Yes It's a lame joke of a line, but the way he says it makes it funny He's got comedic yeah. timing Yeah,
0: no, I, I agree See, what, what made it funnier for me was the abundance of luggage he still has
1: Right Ask her that Okay, I was
0: going to bring that up later <laughs>
1: But when he first shows up at the, I call it ghost ship, but dragon ship, whatever it is, Shang Tsung's ship. Johnny Cage has one thing of luggage and he hands it to Liu Kang and he throws it over the edge. Later, they cut to the boat and he's got four bags of luggage under his arms and he's struggling under the weight of them. And then when they make it to the island, he has he's eight more. bags of luggage. <laughs> How is he multiplying
2: luggage?
3: Then he has nothing by the time ah. he gets to the
1: top. Well, he drops them going, <laughs> going down the uh, going up the stairs. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't make sense of that.
3: But not before he face
2: plants. I like when he's getting off the boat and he face plants the water. He's like straight. He like plants right into water. the
1: water. Just a family guy yeah. pratfall.
2: <clears throat> yeah. yeah.
3: One part we just kind of skipped over there quick, unless you were going back to the boat. We'll, we'll go back to it. We'll go back to it. Okay, go ahead. okay I'll, then I'll wait. I'll wait. No, no, no. go ahead. We're going back that to was... the boat. I'm going to wait.
1: I think we've covered all of the luggage conversation that we can, but it just killed me. So, back on the boat, you have Liu Kang meet Johnny Cage and meet Sonya and some wonderful tension between them and some good one-liners and then Sonya goes down into the boat and as fans of Mortal Kombat we finally get to see Scorpion and some Zero I got mixed feelings on this but let's
0: start with you guys I thought it was cool and I I think I liked it because Shanks that explains that they're mortal enemies but he's controlling them I was like okay you just Fixed the the in game problem of these guys being side by side. <laughs> mortal enemies trying to kill each other. Yeah, but they're now side by side. I'm good with it. I suddenly became good with it in that moment.
3: For me, and the I first the time. like the look, like the
0: costume design,
3: perfect. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah the first the first time Chris and I saw it, we were like, "Because we we're excited to go see this movie." And the second, I think it's Scorp- scorpion comes out first. No, Sub Zero. Sub Zero comes out first, grabs the door. You just see the hand, and just as the door starts to push open. The entire screen goes out of focus no <laughs> yeah and the lights and came whole, on and then the lights came on and the whole scene was out of focus and we were pissed <laughs> <laughs> the, whole, the oh, audience wow. was booing everything we, it was like this is this wow. is it we've been waiting to see scorpion at sub-zero oh you know, still don't get to see man. him i'll be we're honest was, <laughs> yeah no but that was get, probably there's one more of to the add I'll, I'll talk about that as we go through it but
2: Yeah, that was one of the worst theater-going experiences I've ever had. When you wait all day, we bought tickets, I was saying, before you jumped on, Wayne, we bought tickets for the night show, too. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah.
2: Right? And the anticipation was palpable. You know, I think I had trouble eating lunch that day because my oh, stomach Jesus. was just like in like yeah, knots. I couldn't wait. And and for that to happen, what Wayne just described <laughs> was, you know, yeah, there, there's, there's a few things in life that are really will leave scars. I think that was one of them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and there's With actually a said, worse, there's still a worse moment that happens for us in the theater. But oh, we'll wow. get to that when yeah. that
1: comes. Well, yeah. either way, <laughs> you have Sonia come across Shang Tsung while she's looking for Kano. And again, Kerry Tagawa he's amazing in it and he explains you know mortal enemies but slaves under my command and it's a cool scene I was a little let down by it only because as a kid playing Scorpion was my guy my buddy Jeff played Sub-Zero we played against each other day and night on this thing so I was looking forward to seeing which one would come out on top my guy or yeah. Sub-Zero and then they
3: yeah. don't even fight yeah. <laughs> are yep. you
1: kidding no. me so the feud continued <laughs> <laughs> yep, but no again, definitive winner. I was very upset by but that. But it made sense in the film,
3: it made sense in the yes. film. But I wanted yes. a
1: fight between them, so I could sure s- at least whether or not I won or lost, we could say which one would win in a fight. Sure,
3: hey. In the first game, Kano was my favorite character. Yeah, he didn't do too much in this one, no. Although no. I like the guy, I really like the guy who played him.
1: He's a great yes. actor for Kano. He yeah, comes yep. across I really like naturally sleazy. Yeah. Cunning, he's but got a, a little bit.
3: Yeah.
1: And he's yeah. yeah. The cool accent. And yes, I mean, watching it with Corinne and Parker today, and she looks at me and goes, Is he Australian? It's said, like, Kano's yeah. always Australian. <laughs> if he's done right, he's an X-hole yeah. version of Wolverine. He's always <laughs> yeah. Australian. Yeah. 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 But yeah, he's a lot of fun. And for the time that they made it, I kind of like the cybernetic eye that they give yeah, him. It looks like a effect. Yeah. And yep. it's one of those things that held up really film, well.
2: Yep. When Mention they a- end,
1: they try to use practical effects. Most of the sets they're on, they look tangible. They look real, and it really mm-hmm. helps. Kano's eyepiece is something physical. Goro's a freaking animatronic. Goro. Puppet. That is
3: awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, when the yeah. CG moments in this do happen. In some of the other
3: special effects.
2: Oh,
0: boy. They, they still age well. Yeah, you
3: got to cut it some slack. They, they
0: didn't age well, though. No, they didn't age well. It's like cool, Johnny- actually. Go ahead, Mark, sorry. Sorry, Johnny Cage falling down those steps. <laughs> it's, 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 it's so clearly CG. I think a few suitcases disappear to the background as he falls. Like, I was laughing like just so hard for just, not not like at the movie, but just like, man, it's not their fault. Technology's come so far, but oh, I, yeah. I was having a really good chuckle. A really but good you chuckle. can see where it's aged, and that's fine. Even
3: at the time we oh. saw it, it was still questionable CG. <laughs> it didn't have the full budget. Yeah,
1: the single yeah. most there's questionable later on, CG moment talk. in the entire film is a character, not a yes. setting, not a pratfall. Absolutely thought. agree. It Absolutely. is my second favorite character in the Mortal Kombat
2: series,
0: and he looks. I disagree.
2: Hysterically funny. <laughs> Ooh, wait a second,
0: Mark. disagree. I dis- okay. I, okay. I disagree because there, there's a shot near the end with Sonya, and I don't. I'm jumping way ahead, but there's That's a okay. shot near the end with Sonya as she's chained up, and it looked. Worse than the King Kong from the like <laughs> 50s and 60s, because <laughs> it's like they tried to recreate this moment of the damsel in distress chained up, but this CG is so bad. I but think, then when again, they go into that scene, a, it does look cool.
1: But there's not a single
0: moment yes, of reptile that
1: looks good until he actually fights. No, no, that's true. That's terrible. That's true. All of his lizard moments <laughs> are really bad. They look like yeah. something at a reboot.
3: Except when he it's goes in but but, and but he looks okay.
0: The yep. reason the reason the Sonya thing was worse for me was because it didn't need to look that bad. No. <laughs> Whereas the reptile, he's he's sadly a failing of the the CGI they're working with. There's nothing sure. they could do. They'd have to go redo the movie. That's Blast a Starfighter had better CG. <laughs> <Like, laughs> Last Starfighter had better CG, and again, she's just it's nothing. She's chained to a wall. Like, it's, <laughs> is that a blue screen? It's up I don't
1: there with uh, the painted there background is. of Legend of Chung Lee for just, I don't it's know bad. why they did
2: this. It looks like the placeholder before they put in, like, the texture maps and, like, the specular highlights where you can see the light reflecting off them. It just looks like the placeholder, like those animatics. It can look like an animatic, yeah. like it, it's,
1: but they had the atrocious. confidence to yeah. run with it because they knew the rest of the movie was good enough.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, they blew their budget on Goro, which I was probably, <laughs> probably.
1: yeah. Goro so, that's was you real. know what, that's a real man.
2: Uh, they As did a did cool some thing. genetic experimentation, <laughs> yeah. That, that's so, that's <laughs> Amalgamated Dynamics, hey? Eh? That's um, Studio ADI, and they've got a cool YouTube channel. Um, where they post a lot of their videos, and you can see they've got a lot of archival footage of the Goro, the tests oh, and amazing. everything. Yeah, the, the Studio ADI. If you look yeah. them up, Amalgamated Dynamics, the the Goro stuff is. I mean, okay, he looks disproportionate, and his top half is stretched too much. I understand. You know, they
3: should that's have made his legs some longer. Slack with their budget and what they had to. Work sure. I still think. Yeah, of. I'll that's look
1: that's up a, a video exactly. for it, and I'll post a link the, to me. the podcast. I agree with Chris. Check it out. The yeah. practical work they put into making Goro, the four-armed yeah. monster that's eight feet tall.
2: Fantastic. It's
1: pretty cool. Yep. And he was about as Agreed. reliable as Jaws in terms of how often he'd break down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you have them all on the island now. And we're oh, half an hour maybe into the film. And finally, some combats can start. Because I'll give the movie credit. Street Fighter didn't do this. And Mortal Kombat did. It's supposed to be at a, about a fighting tournament And they actually have a fighting tournament
2: Street Fighter never had one tournament, yeah. So Mortal Kombat's got a point over them I, right Can I there. just say I love the the cinematography And the set design Every arena that what houses a fight yeah. Every single one From yeah. the, the Liu Kang and Sub-Zero Match When he comes down the stairs with the dry ice The fog coming down Yep,
1: He looks like a WWE wrestler coming into the ring yeah. there
2: a little bit, but you notice his movements are really lean and light. He's kind yep. of like like serpentine almost. The, the 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 flags when he fights katana on the beach with those those red mm. flags, I love that. I love uh, the, the where the reptile fight is housed. They really kind of you know say what you will about Paul Anderson, he shot the fights well. And, he knows and, his visuals.
1: He really does. Yeah.
2: Seriously, right? Amazing. different
1: than Resident Evil had some strong visuals. Event Horizon, he knows how to make something look pretty. He absolutely, absolutely. Does. But the the first official fight of the tournament, Liu Kang versus what looks like Key from Key and Peel, I think, <laughs> but with Dreads.
2: <laughs> I love. I does love look that like fight. A, it's
0: an awesome fight. It's, it's a good awesome fight. Yes. Though.
2: Yes, and it has some cool slow motion when yes. when when Liu Kang hits him and he does that or sorry not when he hits him but when they're faking each other out and he does that in slow mo and it's tiger. like a like a like a tiger growl. Tiger or growl. Something. They
0: add in. Yep. Man,
2: yeah. man. Yeah, I love that fight. That guy looks like an awesome fight. I wish that fight had gone on longer.
1: I was a little worried when I heard the tiger growl because it gave me a flashback to
0: Legend of Chung Li. Right. <laughs> I thought the exact same thing. I was like, oh. <laughs> this is just a fighting game trope where where to show the aggression of a character they sub in a tiger ground
1: you can tell that's one of the fights where they have an actor who is a martial artist because robin show and i apologize i don't know the name of the dude that he's fighting but they both do know how to fight and it's a pretty solid fight you don't have half second cutaways all the time they actually have some moves back and forth and it's It's pretty cool, but we already know who's going to win that fight. So it kind of robs all of the tension from it. (laughs) Like, Liu Kang's going to win. Yeah. (laughs) Be a nice upset if he didn't. That would have been hilarious. (laughs) But then you get to see when someone loses, Shang Tsung comes over and your soul is mine and decides to suck the life out of the dude. And I really liked the effect for how, like, discolored and gray the guy's body is after Mm. Shang Tsung has killed him. That's a creepy effect.
3: I thought that was a good way yeah. of considering the sh- the show decided to go with the PG rating instead of having fatalities that everybody's gonna do at the end of the fights. They're just gonna have a fight, and the loser it just put it on the bad guy. The bad guy's gonna suck out the soul and kill him. That's it. Yeah, keeps it at that PG rating, and people still die in mortal combat.
1: Though to back up just a little bit before they actually have the first fight, when they're having dinner in the hall together you know, Harry Potter style, everyone's sitting there. And then halfway through the dinner, (laughs) Shang Tsung says, let the festivities begin. And all the dudes just start throwing the tables and throwing the food on the ground, which is miraculously a clean floor five seconds later. The first fight that you see between random Shang Tsung soldier dude and Sub-Zero, that's a pretty strong fatality.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But he's, he's a nobody. He's an out he's an out world minion. But is, isn't it
0: Kano who who even says he's like whoa? He like froze that guy, and there were chunks of him everywhere. Like he he's like that's not a fair fight. <laughs> yeah.
1: The other guy's sitting here doing awesome. katas, getting ready, and Sub Zero just starts preparing a fireball because he's a zoner character. That's what he is. And as the guy leaps at him, just freezes him, and he shatters, and his head rolls to Shang Tsung's feet. Slowly. Yeah. But no blood, Victory. so it's technically still PG, even though he's headless yeah. Yeah. or bodiless. Yeah. His head's the only thing that's left. Bodiless. <laughs> he's bodiless. No decapitations. Yeah. It's just the head imploded. The uh, the body imploded. Yeah. yeah. We didn't remove the
0: head. We removed <laughs> the body. That
1: sets at least the tone for how violent the film is willing to get, right? People mm. will die, but no blood. Almost no blood in this whole movie. Hm. Now, the only other thing that kind of kills me about that whole that whole scene, the other dude that they met on the boat, Art, who you know only exists so you can watch a character that mm. they care about die. He's the yeah. only one out of that group that seems freaked out that a guy was just shattered in ice. Like Johnny Cage, <laughs> I think, makes a joke about it. Liu Kang and Sonya just walk away, and that dude is just looking there like, what the <laughs> hell just happened? What did I sign up for? I feel like he's the audience surrogate, because everything freaks him well, out.
3: Well,
0: it is an interesting... It's an interesting thing in the movie because there's a couple times when I was thinking about like, should I put myself in the character's shoes that just like, okay, you see some weird ass stuff now. And at what point do you stop trying to rationalize it and just accept it? Like mm-hmm. Liu King doesn't believe when he first sees Rage, he's like, This is just a beggar. <laughs> he gets flipped, and when he stands up, his eyes are glowing with lightning, and he's still not really convinced that it's Raiden until he shows up as a ball of lightning later. And then the ship goes through something, and they see things. Oh, yeah, um, it has begun. (laughs) Yeah. But by then, Sonya and Johnny Cage, they've at least seen a guy completely freeze a gun and a guy have a spear come out of his hand. As well as a guy who's made out of lightning. So, you know, they're a little further along. So, this other guy, if you think about it from his point of view, this weird ship shows up and then it has begun. And that's what he sees. <laughs> and then he sees a guy get frozen. So, really, he's only on his third event. They're on their fifth or sixth. They're like that. Yeah, this is, this sure. is
1: <laughs> He fails the save versus horror role there. It's just. Yeah. Because
0: <laughs> yeah. I think in that moment, yeah. you can see on his face just the,
1: I'm going to have to fight someone like this. I'm not prepared for this. I'm wearing a white geed. Oh. you really think you're prepared for this? <laughs> I kind of want a Rosenkrantz and Guildenstern like version of the story that's entirely from his point of view. <laughs> <laughs> I liked art. poor art. We all know he's gonna die. Spoilers. Art doesn't make it.
2: No.
0: So no. instead a chance. No. Which does question the, the sanity of the competition, because really, outside of Liu Kang, nobody knows what they're there to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> and
1: yeah. they don't give you a clear idea early in the film of how many like, humans or mortals or Earth people are going to be in this fight. But once they've won enough fights and Shang Tsung says to Prince Goro, OK, time to really like, get out there and, and do your thing. The next shot is just what 40 dudes being thrown to the ground, blood sports style, and Goro screaming (laughs) in the background. Yeah, yeah. So that boat was packed by chumps. Some of those dudes are in worse shape than me. (laughs) I just wish there had been like all of the extras, and just went you're throwing on a gi, and you're getting destroyed by Goro today.
2: Yeah, I just wish there had been a way cooler. Chump's Getting Destroyed montage a la Day 2 Bloodsport yes. for the second day. Yes. I wish that it had just shown just just a little bit more of the the scope and a couple more cool sets. I, I don't know, but that's just whatever. Yeah. That's wish list.
1: This does feel like, other than a few fights that I think are handled well, it feels lacking in scope there. And especially yes. when you have the opportunity to be like, we're going to use Goro. You see Goro beat the absolute snot out of art for like four minutes straight, you could easily have done a montage of Goro slapping around forty dudes in that same four minutes yeah. and achieved the same effect.
3: Yeah, but I do we didn't like care about art. We didn't need to see art. Well, and what kills me fight. is
1: Goro takes down this what three dozen dudes, right? And then Art's going to be ready to fight next. He's in the ring, and Goro comes walking in. And the way they play the scene, it's like Art's never seen Goro before. <laughs> Because he looks at me, he's like, What am I fighting? (laughs) What is this thing? Yeah, but there's a huge crowd there, and other fighters are there. So, where was art when the other 40 dudes were getting destroyed?
0: Yeah, he's a pro. He was warming up, he's getting in the right space, you know, (laughs) (laughs) he was meditating, he was stretching, he was stretching. Always do your stretching always do your stretch. I
1: I realize we're getting very off topic, but art fascinated me because he doesn't need to be in the story. And there's things they could have done otherwise, but they yeah. devote time and energy to him. It would have made more sense if he was an existing friend of like Johnny Cage's who told him to come and join the tournament. So he was coming with his friend. There's other things yeah. they could have done, but they just threw art in there so that Goro could just tromp on somebody.
3: Right. Hell art could have fought that first guy that Liu Kang fought just to be like, this is what it's mm-hmm. about. Then they yeah. fight. You don't know who's going to win because and it doesn't matter because Shane's son going to kill whoever.
1: And we wouldn't loses. have known who was going to win something right, right? Mm-hmm. so it was very odd but whatever it's fine it doesn't really matter it was just very strange to me but then you have as you'd mentioned Wayne Kano versus Sonya Blade since mm-hmm. Kano was uh, a favorite character of yours what are your thoughts on that fight overall
3: yeah it was pathetic really honestly <laughs> that's the worst <laughs> probably the worst fight in the movie he just comes out I think he backs him hands her twice that's it his his entire arsenal of fighting I think it's also because she can't fight either. Like maybe neither of them can. Fight. I don't so think them. either of them can. It was the most yeah. basic. Like she comes out, hits him a couple of times. He hit, goes to swipe at her. She he, she blocks it or ducks it. It then looks the like the kind of fight
1: her. you'd see between a couple on. Cost. Oh, he kicks
3: her in the gut. Sorry, he kicks her in the gut to your favorite.
1: Oh, the gut punch when she gets sorry when she gets kicked in the gut and she lifts off the ground. The slow motion.
3: Yeah. <laughs> she actually <laughs> looks like she's in pain.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I think he hit her for he real He might not there. have pulled that kick. Yeah, he, he might not <laughs> have pulled
1: that <laughs> But at least before the fight starts, you have some cool moments from him where you know he pulls out the knife and I use this to put a yeah. smile on your partner. I slid him from ear to ear. I love the kiss. Yeah, when he comes up, he yeah. ostri- the kiss at her.
2: Makes that
3: noise. That's the best. <laughs> I, I think yeah. I
2: still do that from time to time, all these okay. years later. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Even when that movie was done, we used to make little home movies, and so many times we would mimic Kano's acting to our own little home movies. Well, because his performance it's, is hilarious. It's just funny the way he says them. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. He's great.
1: And then she takes He's him great. down by doing that double leg grab flip up, which is a legit move of Sonya Blades, where she you know goes up on a handstand, grabs you at the legs and throws you, yeah. but instead somehow snaps also. his neck with his leg between her shins? Yeah. If it's between your thighs, I at least get when they try and do that in films. But is there that much muscle strength between the shins?
2: No.
3: Okay. Especially his neck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a big boy. Chris is like, no, I've tried. Nope. Because <laughs> he just goes from head to Chris,
2: shoulders. Chris he's no tried. Nope. Yep. Tried several times. Yeah. Nope. Oh, geez. And so, nope. what? Nope. Like this? This is a trope. I don't know with video game movies. I don't know if because they didn't think it would be profitable enough to warrant a sequel. But what is with the trope of killing off? Every single character, like Kano dies, Goro dies, Scorpion explodes, Sub-Zero impaled. <laughs> like, it, it, like mm. you don't need to kill them off. I, I don't, but anyway, I digress. Sure. In all fairness, Mortal
1: Kombat's got somewhere around, so I want to say, Kombat 40 Street some odd characters. Fighters. And it being a Mortal Kombat movie, I would have been really annoyed if everyone ended up in jail at the end. Like, there needs to be some deaths.
3: That's like saying... How did they make a video game of Part Two of Mortal Kombat when everybody's head was ripped off? Or <laughs> in the first game, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I distinctly remember cutting everyone's head clean off. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah they continue. <laughs> so, how,
3: how. what are they all doing there in the sequel? All the way up to Part Two.
0: Fantastic the physicians. To show you, there's a continue button. There's there's a continue button that they have in the background. You don't.
1: I will take an aside really quickly, and again, I like this movie. But if you want to see the best version of a Mortal Kombat film, go on YouTube and watch a long play of the NetherRealm Mortal Kombat single-player campaigns of 9, 10, and 11. It is an epic. It is amazing. Characters die. Characters are brought back as zombies. Love, action, intrigue. Hands down, best video game film adaptation I've ever seen. And it's in a video <laughs> game, so it doesn't count. <laughs> it's so good. And it's got Kiritagawa. We, we, we did start at the watching end. them. They're pretty impressive oh they're amazing. And if you can't play fighting games, just watch the long play like I said. It's good. This is I would argue
2: good. I love the first one. So the one that kind of came back, was it Mortal Kombat? Was it 9? Is yeah. that the first one? Yeah. 2001 When was that? 2011 or whatever,
1: something along those lines.
2: Yeah. The one that I, I think was called Mortal Kombat was 9. And it was really cool. That's the first one that had the X-ray. That's the first yep. one that had the story yeah. mode and the mm. cutscenes. Yep. Yeah, when that came back on PS3 and Xbox uh, 360 that that was uh that was impressive
1: if you enjoyed that 10 and 11 continue that trend they have the best single-player campaigns i've ever played out of a fighting game they're wild. awesome really cool done my aside back to this film which is not as good yep. as those but it's still fun <laughs> but you have kano get as you said murdered by Sonya blade and Shang song doesn't take his soul it's weird i guess he didn't want it yeah
3: He takes off everyone else's soul. It's a filthy, it's
1: filthy. It's It's a filthy soul. (laughs) Whatever. And then it cuts immediately from that fight to Johnny Cage versus Scorpion in some sort of forest with trees for miles.
2: Hmm. Very cool. cool, Again, cool set set piece. Very cool. Yes. And now here's where I take issue. Probably maybe even more so than Chris Lambert as Raiden. I don't like the living spear like it's like a little yeah. pet it's weird. that lives yeah. I mm. don't like that I'm yeah. sorry it looks terrible, it looks terrible mm. but even if even if it had the best CG even if the CG rivaled the T-Rex in Jurassic Park 1993 the so, fact yeah. that it's alive like a pet and it's seeking out Johnny Cage like with the camera POV and I, I, that never worked for me it never will probably my single biggest issue Yeah. yeah.
1: What was stranger was, after Johnny Cage manages to dodge it once because it runs out of rope, when it comes at him a second time, he just waits and moves out of the way at the last second. And as soon as it hits a single tree, it dies.
3: It, it is not very strong. Mm-hmm. Like would it
1: even have like killed him? Would it yeah. would it have died at the same
3: time? It didn't seem very formidable. It him that it hit, and it did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I like that as soon and as it he just- dies. <laughs> Scorpion
1: just tries to nope on out of it. it. As soon as it dies, like, nope, I'm teleporting away. And Johnny Cage goes after him and does the shadow kick into the teleport. There are some legitimate Mm. Mortal Kombat moves in this. The further you get into the movie, it's almost like it gets to be more comfortable going, you know what? The audience has accepted this much weirdness, this much silliness. Let's just start doing
3: moves. And Yeah, I agree. And you know what? You don't question it.
1: No. And I genuinely enjoy... The second half of the fight between Johnny Cage and Scorpion, oh yeah, there's some good go moves the between them. Yeah. Linda Nasty yes. is pretty solid as a fighter in that fight, though. Yes, it has. I don't know if it's intentional or unintentional, but the single funniest moment of the movie to me is still when he goes to the teleport, turns around, and Scorpion's there and goes, "Welcome!" and punches him in the
2: face. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that will always make me laugh partially because it's just ridiculous looking and partially, and it'll sound unrelated, the show Roseanne, back in the day, they had a Halloween episode, and when the door opens up, you've got DJ mouthing the words to, welcome to the tunnel of terror, and it sounds identical to Scorpion's welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so it always kills me. I keep expecting awesome. to say that.
2: <laughs> but anyway,
1: pretty but again, awesome. another fight. cool
2: set. All, oh, the, yeah. all the bamboo, like the sticks everywhere, the red, right? Like Gorgeous. it's every every arena that is fought in. I, I absolutely love. There wasn't a single weak one.
1: Yeah, And they utilize the arena there. You've got Johnny Cage jumping on like one of the, the bamboo poles and spinning around it to kick Scorpion, grabbing onto another one and flipping up to a higher position to get away it's not just a static fight in one spot here. <laughs> get
2: down here yeah. Yeah. actually actually yeah. You know, using the terrain which is cool yeah. and and it's cool how he kicks out the the support when he says yeah. get down here i was like man he is just going at him like yeah. it, it's it's very cool very very yeah. cool and then scorpion
1: yeah. busts out his fatality or at least tries to on johnny yeah. cage yeah. pulls off yeah. his mask and his face goes skull and credit to johnny cage for realizing about to get real and grabbing a gladiatorial shield to protect himself from the fire and then happens to find a spear beside him there's a lot of coincidences happening there sure but it's weird that both scorpion and sub-zero later are both basically destroyed by their own weapon scorpion is attacked by a shield that's set on fire every time he's cut open fire is spilling out from him like it's his blood but it's catching him on fire it's a weird effect but it looks really cool Mm-hmm. and then he gets yeah. the top of his head chopped off that gasoline
2: soaked uh, uniform <laughs> and johnny's friendship
1: <laughs> oh yeah and watching this with corinne and parker he gets the top of his skull chopped off and it slides away and corinne looks over at me because parker's watching it with me she goes this is pg i said he's not a person he's a skeleton it's totally pg <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think i'm in trouble guys
0: Oh. <laughs> and Ren then yeah, the job.
1: photograph of the sorry, the autograph of Johnny Cage <laughs> saying to my number one fan, falling down amongst the flames. Oh
0: awesome. God. Awesome. So good.
1: Oh, and then immediately from that, I think it's well, it's from that into the Liu Kang Katana fight, which looks cool, but I don't understand the purpose of it. It makes all. no sense. Because no. correct me if I'm wrong, Shang Tsung chooses who fights who. Right. Katana is a prisoner of mm-hmm. his. Who he doesn't want anywhere near the heroes, and then when he has her fight Lu Kang, she just keeps pinning him and giving him advice on how to win the next fight. And then, he, and he, he breaks up the fight. The f- yeah, and, and then
2: he's yeah, and he's disappointed sense. in her, and it's nothing weird.
1: happens to her from it. I don't know what he was it's hoping weird. to accomplish, other than Paul Anderson went. This is a really cool location. We need this fight to happen. It just feels yeah. like it was shoved in there
2: because it looked neat. I mean, it's got some cool movies. I'm okay with, partially.
0: Well, I, I will say that uh, I had totally forgotten Talisa. To Sto- I forgot she existed, much as she was in this movie. That was like a, a return to my teenage crush uh, from back in the day. Of like, oh, my God, I used to love that girl. Like, whatever happened to her? Same.
2: Same. She was a like a stunner in that movie.
0: I oh, agree yeah. with Mark
2: 100%. Yeah. And
1: then after like that,
0: Pamka Jensen and Cindy Crawford were like oh.
2: the girls. Pamka Jensen, that's where I'm at. Goldeneye, man. And every time they show Princess Katana, don't they do that cool? There's that wind flute. Yeah. Yep.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It was just, I don't it know. Everything just, like about it. just like that. Just like that. I <laughs> actually did it. Yeah. Yeah, Let's do it. They all. Know what they were let's doing
2: all doing. do it. <laughs> 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 Princess Zelda did it.
1: Okay. And then after that, okay, you have the Liu Kang Sub Zero fight, which is a pretty solid fight. Yes. For yeah. a couple of specific moves, including when Liu Kang knocks back Sub Zero and as he's doing the backflip, kicks
2: Liu Kang with both of his feet, which is amazing. Yep. Also has one of the most pointless moments in any fight that I still laugh about to this very day.
0: When is it the Liu, Liu Kang, Kang...
2: for no reason down the ramp?
0: Dad! The little yeah. air punch. That,
2: that makes me laugh. <laughs> uh,
3: I knew it. I knew bad. that's what it was.
2: Amazingly
3: oh bad. It's so fun. That part yeah. makes me laugh.
2: That made me laugh.
3: But it's yep. like they said, come down the hill, but just don't run. Do something. Yeah, and he just jumps yeah, up and, it was and like a one He pumps
1: whatever. his fist in the air. It is something.
2: Yeah, he's but just like, I'm, I'm coming yow. for you.
1: I'm, I'll be there in a second.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then Sub Zero starts what I can only assume is oh, a deadly Jesus. force field where he starts like building up ice that's now like emanating from him further and further. So I guess he was going to freeze the whole room
2: to a beautiful piece of score when he turns.
1: Yeah, but amazing piece he of music. back two seconds. Raiden cheats at the beginning of this fight. Slyly comes in in a set of robes and just sits down a couple buckets of water.
3: Yep. So Katana was always working with Raiden because she's telling him to use the water. Oh, yeah. So I guess her Maybe. and Raiden have to be in some kind of use group. the element
2: which brings life. Yeah.
3: Instead of saying use the bucket of water, Raiden. Oh, will bring. God. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: use the use elixir the that element. gives life. <laughs> <It's just laughs> as, that? It takes
3: just as long to say use, use
1: the, the elixir that gives life. Use water. It's easier to say kill yeah. him with water. <laughs> yeah. She could have just said Evian. Oh, God.
0: (laughs) So good. But you have Liu Kang
1: grab the bucket, (laughs) spin it around, and then throw it through the force field. And there's no way that bucket of water turned into that big of an ice pillar that goes through him. No. It is massive, but it looks really cool. And sure enough, Sub-Zero dies by freezing because if you cut him open or impale him, his power turns against him? I don't know. Sure. It's weird. Bummer. Both Scorpion and Sub-Zero lose to neither of them. They just lose to other people.
3: Fine. Yeah. They lose to the element, which brings life. It brought death. <laughs> it's ironic.
2: It's actually ironic it, that the element, which brings life, also brings, brings death. Life. Oh, kill this! Yeah. That would have been
1: a cool thing for him to say. That would have been a good yeah. line.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: But you have Goro versus Johnny Cage, which while it's not a great choreographed fight, because he's fighting an animatronic puppet, it has some of the best moments in the film, like when Goro grabs his sunglasses and then crushes them. And yeah. then Johnny Cage I'm immediately, sorry. as soon as the fight starts, does the split punch to Goro's balls. Yeah. That...
0: So... Ah, can so I just good. say that I I got a deep enjoyment <laughs> out of what must have been like the direction for that, right? So, okay, he's going to do the splits, he's going to punch me in the nuts. Now, you guys are anim- working the animatronic. <laughs> you got to make a face. <laughs> <laughs> like you've gotten the worst nut
3: punch of your life. And <laughs> yeah, we've all been she, nut punched, so we're like, all like, okay, I got this.
1: Yeah. it's We've wow. all had it happen, so we know what face to expect. You better do so it
2: actually. I envision <laughs> puppet so animators. Good. I, I envision them not really knowing. So, each other so somebody, get, somebody <laughs> volunteering out into the parking lot going and getting punched in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and they record the re- the reaction. They, mo- so they motion
1: we capture have to, We have to record you for some motion capture. What's it for? Don't worry. You'll find for, it out. You'll see.
3: Yeah.
2: Rochambeau.
0: Rochambeau. Yeah. He's down for the castle. And then as soon as he a punches while, him, it, is he a just long while.
1: runs. He scales yeah. a wall. Yeah.
3: He goes out to the outside of the castle. And somehow that's not a ring out. And what was his plan? Because he was just a surprise to see a dead end cliff. <laughs> as well yeah. so it's like oh i don't even know where i was going yeah like what was his yeah.
1: plan where was he running to and then yeah. hides up at the top and he has the element of surprise on goro he could just kick him off the cliff instead he takes the time to say those are 500 glasses oh!
2: <laughs>
0: yep.
1: and loses the element of surprise
0: yep he wasn't high he high didn't go to the obi-wan school he had the high yeah. ground and he didn't know oh. so uh, he i got mean back he still wins well.
1: he still kicks him off the side of the the mountain and it just
2: also, just to dial it evolved. back a little bit, I, <laughs> sure. I want to say it was really ballsy for <laughs> Johnny Cage to assume that a four-armed demon from another world has a set of junk that's going to be yeah, affected.
1: It's, you might you know have what? four balls.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, that's true. Like Star Trek VI, their genitals were in their knees. Right? Who knows? Could be anywhere. Mm. It's true.
2: Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that could have gone poorly. Yeah, but it paid off in Mm.
1: spades. But uh, still, still. Johnny Cage instinctively knows where your nuts are. If it was in his big toe, he would have punched on the big toe. He knows Mm. where your genitals. Because he's such a dick. That he's a dick. He's a dick, and he can smell dicks. He knew where it it was.
0: Balls. That's right. He can smell balls. That's right.
2: outworld demon balls but okay doesn't
0: matter to
1: him and then of course we're going to do damsel in distress and shang sung kidnaps sonya who suddenly can't fight yeah like i i don't That's understand she's supposed to be a great soldier yeah. she took down kano best part and shang sung just yeah.
0: manhandles her
1: eggs her away like she doesn't put up any fight whatsoever
0: and, then, and then i love raiden's appraisal can she take shang sun no <laughs> <laughs> I just, obviously not he
1: just no. took her. <laughs> Earlier in the film, he says, one of you three will determine the fate Indeed, yes. of Earthrealm. And then once Shang Tsung's got to her, can she win? No, not a chance.
0: No, no, no.
3: It's because he was being back at, polite You want to look back at that shot. And maybe maybe Art was in the background when he said, one Ooh. of you three. Oh! <laughs> oh. It wasn't Art. It wasn't now Art. it's a heartbreaking it like it moment that Art died. And it definitely wasn't yeah.
0: Sonya because he wasn't even talking about it. But I, I just, I laughed at the question, can she take him? And it's just like, what do you mean? He just took her. Yeah. Like if he could have you taken a fight, it would have just happened. It would have just happened. <laughs> so funny to me. But and either then way, they go through at that, that point, you're gone to the emperor's
1: all. lasso. So it's time to chase yeah. after yeah. them.
2: Yes. And then you have
1: yeah. my favorite fight for choreography and for just sheer. Yes. Holy crap. Every move looks like it would kill you. Liu Kang versus yes. reptile. Versus, oh wait, Johnny Cage disappears during that fight. Where did he go?
3: He was talking to Katana. But before you get into the details of that fight, that was the last straw at the theater. Oh no, for us, no joke. No. The second it said Reptile,
2: Reptile,
3: again, it went out of focus for the entire fight. <laughs> oh, so not only God. not only do we not get to see the best fight in the film, we got ruined the whole moment that reptile's even in this because we didn't. Nobody knew at that point. This no. was. This was a great, like, it's like he a was secret a super character, character unlock yeah. like uh, from a game. It was amazing. And that got yeah. ruined for us.
2: Oh, that we sucks. were so pissed. It's almost as if uh, there was some kind of opposite of divine intervention. You yeah. you The statue swallows yeah. them. You hear reptile and then click. It's like somebody flicked a switch. And we were like, yeah, wow. Everybody
3: went out of focus. Like, who got be kidding? Right at the best moment?
1: That sucks because that
3: fight. Oh,
1: my good God. What? I
3: don't know. So many good moments. Pass. Even Robin Show talking the about it o'clock. years
1: later said that that one spot where Reptile grabs him and whips him at the pillar. Yeah, he took yeah. that
2: hit. It's amazing. There's oh, no yeah. way to pad yourself. For real. That. He
1: took that hit.
0: That's a the real only thing
2: deal. I did kind of laugh, and I can look back on it now. I, I'm not a fan of the uh, weird mouth design on that giant shredder-esque. Oh yeah, piece. I'm okay. Like mm. uh, it's yeah. It's, I like it's it only on
1: because it has that opening. So when he gets knocked down and he gets frustrated, he looks up a bit and breathes out and all the sand on the ground, like moves yeah. around. So you get like, yeah. You yeah. Hear the hiss. some level of you personality to yeah. reptile, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, which is the one thing that I feel like Sub-Zero is lacking in this. He doesn't seem to have a lot of personality. Reptile has that everything down yeah. to when he kicks Liu Kang up a flight of stairs. <laughs> And then yes, leaps after love him that and just shot. waves his arms Like a maniac as he's coming up After him like, so, He's I love that unhinged shot. He's fighting like a
0: psychotic It is
1: great
2: yeah. Music for the
0: well, fight too.
2: And vicious. Vicious. Again, vicious One of the reasons
0: I love that fight is because you can tell That it's martial artists Who are stuntmen Because like oh, yeah. Luke Kang does that flip up the stairs When he gets the double yep. kick He flips up, it's him that does that Like You can clearly see and oh, yeah. it just looks so awesome you can tell robin shaw can <clears throat> and then when he when he lands on the stairwell and he kicks him from his back you can tell the stuntman does that wicked in one shot the fall back spin flip land on his back and bounce back to his feet like that's the stuntman that does that it looks so awesome yep. and everything's
1: believable up until the last attack everything's something you could see in any martial arts <laughs> film and go yep this is a real yes. fight and then he does the bicycle kick and yeah, bicycle i love it kick. i yeah. love it. it's ridiculous yeah i loved it he,
0: But it's ridiculous.
1: He leaps at him and kicks him like, what, 60 times (laughs) while pushing him forward? Makes no sense, but it's amazing. You know, that's funny.
3: The bicycle kick is not even as far-fetched as his spinning... Um, yes, getting hit from the bicycle kick. I hate that. I <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like... He's not even got the right well, momentum. It's like he's on strings spinning slowly. He's like he's in long. space. Yeah. He has no gravity. Yeah, like he's yes. in space. He kicks
1: yes. him he's just yes. flying backwards yeah. like he's in space. It's amazing. Oh, it's so, so funny. Good.
2: I just... So funny. I absolutely And then, it. And then when he spins through the g- hole... He, that's when he happens to turn slowly and <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, it's uh terrible, and terrible that, that
1: fight ends and it just cuts to Katana's there and then they're walking with Johnny again. Yeah. He just ducked out for that fight and went, ah, Lou's got this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> What a dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Told you he's a dick.
1: A bit, a bit. And then you have the big showdown against Shang Tsung in his temple with the Mortal Kombat logo on the ground and which is cool.
2: awesome.
1: Really cool. Very looking. cool. And Very cool. The first half of that fight between Liu Kang and Shang Tsung is a pretty decent old school fight of a you know, yeah. hundred different attempts to hit each other resulting in one punch to Shang Tsung's face. <laughs>
3: yeah. And, and the there's blood. blood.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then you have the three things that Liu Kang will have to face, which I didn't quite understand. Face your enemy where Shang Tsung summons a bunch of like other dudes to fight for him. And they all fight one at a time because that's what they do. And it's okay. It's not a bad fight, but the fight against just Shang Tsung was better. Mm-hmm. And then you have Face Yourself, which literally is Shang Tsung throws some sort of a taunt or insult at Liu Kang about how he's a failure. And Liu Kang just dismisses it with a philosophical quote and they move on. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Use like, your words.
3: He just Use walks up the stairs and like,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your words don't bother me. That was all of Face Yourself? Shang Song is almost like Miyagiing him. I'm like, why? Nice. When they see Face Yourself,
1: I expected a mirror match. <laughs> that's like, it's a fighting game. Yes. I expected yeah. him to morph into Liu Kang and, and to see something like Jet yes. Li in The One, right? Yep. I mean, not yeah. then back then, exactly. but see, now that's, that's what I expect.
3: That's where I think they missed the mark when he turns into his brother. Now you could have, that guy could have been a martial artist, so you could have had an awesome fight with those two. 100%. Make up for the fact that Kerry T- Tagawa can't fight. By doing it this mm-hmm. way, and he could be backing off the king because he doesn't really want to fight his brother. Right, and that's where he's facing. Yeah, that, psychological you know, like warfare. warfare. Face yeah. your fear, you and he turns him.
1: into his brother. Have him fight his brother.
3: Yeah,
1: that would yep. have been amazing. So that's a huge opportunity,
2: huge missed opportunity, mm-hmm. huge, missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. huge. So I, I don't know if it was a matter of just the and idea that of emotional or weight. ran out of time or whatever but right there would have been emotional and dramatic weight to that he doesn't want to hurt us even though it's not his brother it's hard to throw a punch or a kick at somebody who it looks like like that would have been incredible Incredible. and they could still
1: have it where once he wears him down enough Shang Tsung can't hold that form and now you can finish the fight of him versus Shang Tsung yes yes or he
3: says something that just kind of reminds him it's not his brother and stuff Yeah.
1: yeah but that was a bit of a shame that was a missed opportunity that could have been cool but they make up for it with the sheer "you owe me rent money"
0: beating that Liu Kang gives Shang Tsung at the <laughs> yeah. end. The double fist, like yeah. the, Just, wind, yeah. the, wind, the windshield wiper punches. I right? love those. <laughs> I love those.
1: Dummies him and then uppercuts him into the the spikes that have been materializing out of the ground in the last two minutes. And wasn't what, that a, forty a trace spikes in the fireball? ground? And Shang Tsung hits one of them.
0: Yes, there was a fireball. There was. It was a yes. fireball,
1: right? He hit him with a fireball. He did. So another, you can check off another mortal Kombat move that kind of sort of made it into the film. The fireball is at point blank range,
2: but it's there. Yep. It's definitely there.
1: And then of course they've saved the day and yay. I, oh, and actually one thing to touch back on when he's beating the hell out of them. And I only bring it up because we found it hilarious in previous ones. The number of times that the audience POV is Shang Tsung. So you're watching Liu Kang just <laughs> punch the camera. Yes. It happened three yeah, times, The Luke Kang's essentially I punching the audience. And yeah. it works.
2: It.
1: It's so great.
2: Yeah. I, I took a beating. Yeah. It was and I made it.
1: <laughs> and Luke Kang says that awesome line, all those souls and you still don't have one of your own. I loved that.
2: Thick burn.
1: <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah. And it's one of the few lines burn, that Roman <laughs> <show> really <laughs> delivers well. Like it's a good line, you know? Yep. And then it looks like the day is saved, and then Shao Khan busts out of the sky, breaking all of the rules that this movie has set up about how he can't yep. show up unless they win ten tournaments. Yep. And now yeah. it's sequel time. Mm-hmm.
2: But, Annihilation.
1: So, uh, backing
3: up, but backing up when his brother completed the beam of light. Did you guys? Uh, did you guys ever look at the beam of light? No. Do you remember the guys? No. The guys that came out of the ground that he was fighting. There was one guy kind of like Genghis Khan. Oh. Okay. Go back and watch the light. He's like back surfing in the in the light and everything like that it's hilarious <laughs> that's
1: amazing
3: yeah i was like that's the oh guy that he just fought like two seconds ago he's like back surfing in the light it's
1: amazing he <laughs> <laughs> freed them all he did the right thing yeah. oh, that's God. awesome
0: i love it i but love it yep
1: still a fun movie i still enjoy it the music Absolutely. kicks in at the end yeah. they all pose it It is what it is, and I enjoy it for what it is. It's cheesy, it's ridiculous, but it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It has things that's missing. I expected a more R-ish film out of Mortal Kombat. It's lacking that. And some of the character things they've done, like Katana's really underutilized. I don't know why she's there. Who's Art? Why is Art Sato. So there's some weird decisions made, but at least the
2: three main characters they do enough with, and Shang Tsung's a good villain. I mean, I haven't been here for a lot of episodes, but if I had to pick, um, I, I mean, obviously, Scott Pilgrim will always be my number one. And I mean, it's just the best movie to me out of, out of sure. all the ones that I've discussed. But as far as a straight adaptation of an IP, I, I think, I, I mean, unless my memory fails me, I think I like Mortal Kombat 95 the most. Cool. You know, Prince of Persia. You can say what you will about Disney throwing their might behind it, and Jake Gyllenhaal pronounced Elen Hall, Though, however, um, <laughs> I learned that from Conan. Uh, you know, you say what you will about that, and all the spectacle and the money on the screen. I, I, I don't know. To me, the the for rewatchability, I think it's ninety-five Mortal Kombat for me.
3: Still fun to watch
0: Warcraft for me.
3: Well, I think at the end of the day, like we said there, right? Whether you think it's a good film or a cheesy film, this is a well adapted video game movie like they took yep. the core elements yeah. of what made that first game the whole idea of it and it's in a yep. movie. Sure they tweaked a little bit of things to make the movie work, but it adapts everything from the first game. And yeah, it's not rated R, so we'll call it the Super Nintendo version they adapt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you needed a blood code. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this was just sweat.
3: Well this was all sweat.
0: The only thing that's true is that it's better yes. than Double Drag.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's I will watch there. this more than Double Dragon I enjoy Double League. Dragon but I enjoy it not for probably unintentionally funny reasons this movie tries to be funny yes. and succeeds it tries to have yes. characters you like and it succeeds it is a mm. good movie to me not a good adaptation of a video game it is a good movie Right, like yep. you don't need to put that asterisk on it. It just stands as being fun on but it. But it is
3: also that too.
1: It is also that. Yep. But yeah. you don't need to have the whole. Well, you know, for video game adaptations, it's pretty good. No, as a film, it's yeah, no, pretty it's good. It's actually a good yep. movie.
3: It's entertaining. You know, it's. A I know people that don't know Mortal Kombat are not big on video games, and they still like that movie.
2: Yeah. Essentially,
3: if Agreed. you
1: like cheesy martial arts films, you should enjoy this. That's all. Yeah, with a little idea. bit of exactly. like a, almost
2: like a Big Trouble in Little China flavor. Big flavor Trouble it. Little it's... China feel. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like. It just works because it knows what it is. Absolutely. Now, we'll bring this one to a close, but when we come
1: back, we'll be watching a film that addresses the main concern I had about this, that it wasn't rated R. 2021, Mortal Kombat released a rated R version. Let's see if that solves problems, adds problems, or just creates an entirely different experience. Again, we thank you for Excited. joining us on Press X to Reload. I have been Nick War. With me, were Wayne Brissett, Mark Athanis, and Kreston Jedlik gentlemen
0: you're the next one
2: flawless victory get
3: down here
2: (laughs) we'll catch you next time
1: you've been listening to press x to reload today's episode featured the voices of mark athenos wayne bursette and nick moore with special guest chris mjadlik Our theme music was composed by Jack Fierik and performed and realized by Sam Fierik. If you like what you heard today, subscribe and never miss an episode. Or tell a friend, leave a review. We'll take all the bonus XP we can get. If you have suggestions or feedback, you can contact Nick Moore via his email, retrogamingfool at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you
3: on the next stage.